Hello, and thanks for stopping by. I'm Kim. I'm Sofia. Let's talk about human things. This is Conversaciones. And Cava. Hey, mamas. Hey, mamas. How's it going today? It is going. It is Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've recorded one on Sunday before. I know. Uh, I don't think we have. No, and I'm excited because Sundays to me, like, I, I chill. I purposely make it a point to chill. Mm-hmm. I take all my plants out to get sun. I get sun. I just veg. I'll paint. Yeah. I'll, yeah. you know, practice my instrument. Yeah, it's, it's a, a Kim day. day. It's, it's a, a Kim, Kim day. day. Yeah. Love that. So this is nice because yeah. I'm like in a totally relaxed mood. Lovely. Did some kickboxing last night, so my body Hell is exhausted. Yeah. So I want to just veg. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel so, you. I woke up super early this morning. Dom patrolled okay. it with some gal friends. Went to the beach. Yay. Did some photos. Was super fun. It was. It was know, such I a fun hear morning. All about that. Oh Good. my. Well, uh, yeah, I'll we'll tell you about, about it later. <laughs> but oh my gosh, it's. It, um, it feels like Sunday. You, you said you dawn patrolled it. What does that mean? Dawn patrols where you just wake up with the sunrise. So I woke oh. up at like five fifty because I was supposed I to be. I didn't up at know. I didn't know that's what you called it. Yeah, dawn patrol, baby. Dawn patrol. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds official. Like you should have a patch or a jacket or something. To be honest, this is you can tell I work at a preschool now and that I have nephews because I'm like it sounds like Paw Patrol, like <laughs> which is a stupid cartoon. <laughs> that's the one with the dogs, right? Yes. I I love cartoons. I have a soft spot. No, I get it. I get it. I just... Um, I just came across one uh, on Netflix called Waffles and Mochi. Hmm. I'm not even going to say anything about it. I am obsessed. I watched – let's just say this. They're puppets. Michelle Obama's in it. Shut up. Michelle and Barack Obama produced it. Oh, my goodness. That's all I'm going to say. So you at least need to watch the first episode and then get back to me on it. I That's... am obsessed. That sounds like my – my tonight yeah. <laughs> exactly i yeah you should you really should it's it's the cutest amazing so, okay um, well what did you have for coffee anyway, this morning my oh my <laughs> this is this is a whole thing i was saving this to tell sophia today because i i don't know if i just need to stop being friends with you or who you angered but you've got some bad juju i think me or yes let me explain so this morning, I said, you know what? I'm going to make myself an AeroPress coffee, oh, no. which is this. Well, no, I mean, it's delicious. It's generally okay. a great time. Except <laughs> today, <laughs> pure chaos ensued in my kitchen this morning. Oh, no. I stood there for a good second to just kind of process what the fuck had happened. I was like, what happened? I feel like this is Sophia's fault. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> So I was going to make myself an AeroPress, which is this contraption where essentially you're pushing. It's like a French press, but mm-hmm. you're physically pushing it out. So you let it sit there. So the ground sit with the water yeah. and then yeah. you push it down Right. and it comes out super smooth, super delicious. It has a little paper filter. It's great mm. for travel. We'll get into it later because I am obsessed with it. Anyway, yeah. I had brought home coffee from Cannon Beach, Oregon. <gasps> From the um, sleepy monk, the sleeping monk, 
Yes, I brought some coffee back and they ground it for me. They were very nice. Mm -hmm. And so I said, hey, I have that coffee already ground. Let me make myself an AeroPress today because I knew <laughs> we were going to record. And I was like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I was like, Oregon. OK, let's do it. So <laughs> all's going well. I got the water boiling, go and set it up, ready to go. I literally turn around to grab a mug and feel here just a splat and feel heat on my arm. Oh no. It tipped over and just it looked like something out of a <sighs> like out of a movie. It just splattered everywhere. Uh, and I was just like oh, what the fuck? It was like in the background I was hearing that <laughs> oh, <Fortuna."> <laughs> boom 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 <laughs> like <laughs> Oh my god, that's yeah, awful! All over my clothes, there is just oh, coffee grounds everywhere on the floor, on the top of the cabinets, mm. all over the counter. It was a hot damn mess, oh. and I was like, "How did this even happen? I've done this several times before." Did it burn you? Something happened. No. Okay, it, good. It, yes, Sophia <sighs> has this whole. I'll let her explain. Anyway, yeah. So then I said, okay, the universe has spoken. I guess I'm not having an AeroPress today. And I <laughs> cleaned it all up. It took me like a good half hour to clean up. I bet. Oh, God. And it was a mess. But I at least I scooped up the grounds mm -hmm. and I threw it in my little compost, uh, my little compost pile, my little compost Love bin. It. So, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't go to waste. Um, good. And then, I, and then I made myself an Americano with, um, you know, the espresso yeah. machine. I said, I'm not testing fate again. <laughs> no. How's my morning? Oh, yikes. So, how was your coffee today? So, uh, first off, Kim's bad juju that she's talking about that I might have passed on to her a little yes, bit. I maybe, think I absorbed somehow. most of it. Um, <laughs> you I, definitely did. My apartment flooded about four <laughs> days ago <laughs> after moving in five days and <laughs> great surprise. Um, all is well. And then that... The oh, next no. day, the next day, yes. I went I went for a run, was having a great day, was warming up my tea in my little teacup that Kim got me, ironically. <laughs> and she gave to me an organ. Maybe it's those things that are cursed. Maybe it's those Maybe things. it's the cup. Maybe it's the cup. Maybe it's the cup. I did find it at a thrift store. Yeah. Maybe I so, need to stage that shit. Maybe. Or like I said, if you need to just yeah. make it have another life go for it i will not be offended <laughs> but anyways i microwaved that to make tea and just it was so hot and i dropped it, it spilled all over my arm and i legitimately have a second degree burn like and so she's bad. not being she is not being dramatic like no it's like i saw this bad. thing it is bad it is really bad it is legit it's freddy krueger status by the way my husband confirmed it is a second degree so you're fine just okay cool. you're fine doing what you were doing but okay um yeah it it is a gnarly gnarly burn it's like, the worst so... thing i've ever experienced i mean it like honestly didn't hurt i have pretty high pain tolerance it's just like no that that is insane it, yeah it's no, pretty bad legitimately painful like, so you took the last you took the third straw i think um i hope i hope that's it i don't God, know me too. Maybe the coffee was from cannon beach so could it be cannon beach 
I hope not because I, I live here now. So <laughs> I immediately rather immediately. not. Um, I know. Is that what it's pointing to? I don't know. Um, but anyway, so my coffee this but morning. Yes. Yeah. So I, on the way back home from the beach, I stopped at a little um, drive through hut called mm-hmm. the Divine Grounds. And I know. Good and name. there was kind of, I always see a line. So I was like, I have time. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be good. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna drive through it. They were actually also serving Sleepy Monk um coffee. That's coffee. the oh, grounds that they use. That they use. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I got, and I'll tell you what, I am still confused. Um oh. I got <laughs> so I got a white espresso oat milk latte. I've never heard of white espresso before. I feel like I'm white so far espresso? out of the game. I know. And I looked it up afterward because so I got in oat milk has such a strong taste to it that and that's mm-hmm. why I love getting it because I don't have to get any flavoring in it mm-hmm. because it it alone has flavor. Yeah. And it kind of had a nuttier flavor to it and you know it's two shot 16 ounce latte with the um oat milk in it. Okay. And I got home and I poured it into my coffee mug and it's all what like it's li- it looks just like milk like here you can see it. Just white. It's just white. So I, when I poured it out, I was like, did they forget the espresso? The espresso? And I haven't, like, I've never, I don't know if it's different. And it, I thought I tasted espresso. So then I added tea to it because I was like, maybe they just forgot. So I steeped it oh, in some okay. tea. Yeah, sure. Then I read online and I was like, okay. What is white? What so it's is a thing? Yes. It's like a new thing that's starting to pop off in the United States, I guess. I what? had no idea. But basically okay. they take Explain. the bean at its green state, just like how you would before. And they roast it at its like most, it's the lightest lightest possible roast that you can get. And when you grind it, it's more of like a cream, like it's like off white, like oatmeal color, I would say like a darker oatmeal. So I think I have it. <laughs> like, I still don't know. It feels like I have caffeine in my, like I a lot of caffeine. Say, be careful with that because remember the less roasted a bean is, yes, the there's higher. more caffeine yes. and your girl added black tea to her latte. So like I have, I think I'm very highly caffeinated right now. <laughs> okay. Do you feel it? Do you feel weird? Is your heart like skipping a beat? I mean, yeah, I ha- I'm like super hyper focused right now. I can feel okay. the caffeine, so I think just, it's in there, and it's in definitely your body just literally. <laughs> but I was so confused, Kim. I was like, oh my god, am I? I was like, am You're I like, like an idiot or do I go back? Like, I just want to ask. I'm not even mad Why didn't if they forgot because I didn't know until I got home. Oh, and then you saw and, it. Oh, yeah, because I poured it out like. Wow. <laughs> you should I have seen no my idea. face. And I, I would I have think, been equally confused. Well, and I there's definitely no, there is espresso in it because like I could see you know how there's sometimes kind of grounds or like that discoloration at the bottom when you pull yes. espresso shots in a latte. It had that, but it was just like a little Liner. bit darker and like interesting. It was bizarre. It's good. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. we learned why espresso is a thing. It's a thing. I have no idea. And it's taste. It's really nutty. I was going to say, yeah, you probably – well, I mean, you just get whole different uh, notes out of it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, good luck today. Drink lots of water. Yeah. I'm going to drink – I'm going to go for a bike ride. You can tell my – I'm, like, talking Your fast. eyes – well, and I feel like your eyes are, like, really big. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You well, plus, kinda- I'm kind of I'm kind of tired too because I 
went to bed later and woke up at like 5.50 or whatever. Okay. So I'm just like all over the Wow. Okay. Well, I will so get, um, buckle well, up, everyone. Yeah. Just we're going. It's <laughs> happening. We need to come up with a code word, though, if you're about to like pass out. I know. <laughs> if I'm like, oh no. Uh, I'm going to say burn. Code puffin. Code, burn. code puffin. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Oh, got my code God. puffin. Oh, Lord. Wow. Well, anyway, well, back to, well, there goes, you know, 15 million minutes. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Our topic today has nothing to do with white espresso. No. It's um, from a different place. It is from a different place. I don't know where, but and it's it about is. learning new things. Yeah. So, about new sort places. Of. So it yeah. ties. It ties. We're talking about traveling people. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Throw it in there. <laughs> You're like, let's get going. All right, Sophia. We'll go. Let's go. Apparently, I'm like Sophia, sweating. I'm <laughs> I'm like trying to make it a nice segue here for our listeners, and you're just like, <laughs> all right, go talk about it. Go. Little hypey hyper pants over here. Holy shit. You sh- you should have seen me. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. We're good. Okay. Back to it. Back to um, it. Yeah, we, we've been wanting to do this episode, I feel like since we started, this was something yes. that we've been like really excited about, about and mm-hmm. we want to just kind of talk about our travels, what yes. it's meant to us, what mm-hmm. our favorite things are that we've learned, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah I'll go ahead and start. Go for it. Uh, thanks. <laughs> so I've found, and I think I've I learned a lot of traveling from my mom. My mom always made it super, super uh, important in our lives that like things don't matter, but experiences do. And so, yeah, like golden. Yeah. Done. Quoted, Mm -hmm. throw it on your wall. Look at it always. Um, But so for my birthdays or special occasions or anything like that, we would always, she'd be like, okay, do you want to do this or do you want this? Or would you rather do this? go somewhere and like experience something. Um, that's so, cool. Yeah. So I'm super fortunate to have such an amazing mom that saw life in that way. And mm-hmm. I think she also instilled in me the idea of like, we hated cruises. Like my family was so yes. against cruises or like the like resort the vacation. Yes. Yes. You yes, know, yes. like the all inclusive. I think we did one all inclusive vacation to St. Lucia, but like we didn't do only for the food. It's like, like yeah well and it's that really commercialized travel yeah right? where it's like oh look this is like the comforts of home and you right to, and it's just like well is that really even that's not the point what's the point yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. you're just getting the same things that you do at home or whatever it's like what's yeah yeah home? why go yeah why spend yeah. the money why why like watch a movie <laughs> of the place you want to go to and just sit exactly. in your couch it doesn't make any sense couch, which is cool yeah right yeah that's an adventure do you Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do you. But yeah, if you're going to physically go somewhere. Yeah. That's personally then, how my family always did it. No, that's how yeah. my that's how we did it as well. Like mm-hmm. it, it was very about like obviously pay attention to what's going on and like absorb your surrounding, right? Be yeah. present. Like, exactly. Learn what you can, mm-hmm. you know, respectfully. 
Yeah. Respectfully, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, always. But yeah, so exactly. my mom, even like even on field trips and stuff that she would go on as a chaperone during school, she'd be like, we're ditching the class. And we'd go to like, in Philadelphia, she took me to a hole in the wall place to get a Philly cheesesteak, like way off of That's the beaten awesome. path. So it, I've always really been into that kind of stuff with my mom and also going yeah. for long periods of time. Um, but speaking awesome. of, so my mom, yeah, speaking of your awesome mama, speaking of my amazing Shut mom, <laughs> um, oh, Luba killing it. Um, so for yeah. my graduation from college, rather than having like graduation party, that kind of thing, she was like, I want to do the Camino de Santiago with you. Like, that's what I want to do. And I said, okay, so the Camino is this really, really amazing hike, um, that is from there's a bunch of different routes but the one we did was the traditional one from saint peterborough france to santiago spain so we ended up hiking over 500 kilometers which is over 300 miles so cool on foot yeah and mind you this is she's saying hiking but no 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 you were backpacking you had yeah like we had a pack on pack Mm -hmm. yeah with you know i mean all of your stuff on your back i mean how much how heavy do you think that pack was? Well, it's funny because you start out with a heavier pack because you think you need yeah. all this stuff. And then like within the first hour of walking, you see piles of stuff that people have ditched that they're like, really? nope, didn't need that deodorant. <laughs> nope. Like any little thing. It's so funny. Um, so probably, I don't know, probably like 25 or 30 pounds. I mean, it was okay. clothes, traveling stuff. And mm-hmm. on top of that, I was traveling after that. So like I had to bring extra stuff. But correct. anyways, it was about like a three-week pilgrimage with my mom. Mm-hmm. And it was painful. There were blisters. Um, it was – I cried so many yes. times from pain. Like <laughs> – I'll never forget the first day my mom and I, like, you have to hike up this really big mountain and, and it's all in the countryside of Spain. So it's so beautiful. And, but she couldn't carry her pack. She was really, really out of shape. So I carried her pack for her. And like, you just find all this camaraderie between you and the people Mm. you're with. Some people are doing it alone. Some people are doing it with a group. And I think you just kind of meet people along the way. Right. I mean, it's yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's so, I think the main thing that it taught me was that like, so everyone has their own story for one as to like why they're hiking it. And Mm -hmm why they're on the Camino because it's a very, it's originally a religious pilgrimage. Um, And we're all so different and we're from literally all over the world. I've never met so many different people from so many different places. That is so amazing. And I remember like you, I would try to keep in touch with Sophia as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And like, she would just update me on her day and be like, we just had, you know, like, I remember you were so excited about like having wine on, like, didn't you end up like on a roof or like on a, I don't know, something. I was like, Mm -hmm. it was just these experiences that I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're having these. Like, it It sounds like. It was life changing. It was so difficult, obviously, but Mm -hmm. yet so just invigorating. Yeah. You know? And Mm -hmm. so we, and I think it just meant, it like taught me so much about serendipity and making connections and just how Mm -hmm. like, if this didn't happen, then I wouldn't have met that person. And then it just like adds on and on and on. And a lot of those folks that I met on the Camino, I'm still in contact with today. And I think the coolest thing was that we were all so different, but literally our one common goal was just to make it to Santiago, like make it to Santiago, whatever it is. So if you saw someone that was like sitting on the side, they looked hurt, dehydrated, whatever, 
so many people would just come up to you and be like, are you okay? What do you need? Let me give you this. Let me give you that. Like it just shows the power of humanity when you actually have one common goal. And it was, and, and on top of it, like you get to experience the actual country of Spain and the countryside of Spain. And a lot of the places we stayed, they don't speak English. And so everyone's speaking all these different languages. It's, it was the most spectacular thing and I suggest it for everyone and it's such yeah, a I'm so um, glad friendly through hike yeah it's such a mm-hmm. friendly through hike like you can do it in different spots you can stay in more places yeah and, and you don't have that. to do the whole thing like I know no. some people do parts of it you know? yeah my it's mom and just... I we didn't even hike the whole thing we bust I think like 100 or 200 kilometers of it because um she had to work and so she had to leave earlier so we had to get there earlier mm-hmm. but yeah that was so that was in Spain. That was after I graduated. Literally, I, I mean, I could talk for hours about it. Like there's so many different details. Like, is it okay if I plug in one of mine? Sorry. Just because it's yeah. very similar. Of, uh, yeah, let's go back I and did route, Yeah, I did Route 66. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a different pilgrimage per se, right? Yeah. I don't want to use that word actually. That's just for that. But this is a very like – it's that same, like you said, it's a common goal, right? Yes. People would ask along the way, like I, I did that trip by myself in my mm-hmm. car with Scotty, with my dog. Oh. And I planned certain stops that I wanted to do. Yeah. But it was so amazing to have this common thing. And you could tell that the people along the way that had um, you know, hotels or that had like museums or had those roadside attractions, mm-hmm. that genuine, like you said, that human uh, just passion for something bigger than themselves in the sense yeah. of like, this has such history um, for the United States, right? I was very worried. Yeah. Like you're doing it by yourself. Like here's, uh, you know, like uh, make sure you're paying attention. These are safe places to stay blah, 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 blah. Like it was That's just amazing. That mutual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just that connection to that like mother road. Right. And their memories with it yeah. and how that has played a role in their life, mm-hmm. you know, and they pass on that kind of knowledge of like, so glad you're doing it. Take all the stops that you need. Yeah. Like, there's really no absorb. rush. Like there's no, no, yeah, it's the coolest thing. No rush. And uh, again, the people that I met, I met people from Germany, mm-hmm. from Sweden, from Canada, from Mexico, from it's amazing. Uh, Chile, too. Uh, like, it was crazy how yeah. this is such, even in the United States, right, just because there's uh, so many cultures here as well, mm-hmm. and people hear about this, like, oh, Route 66, or songs about it. It's right. such an Americana nostalgic yes. to it. Um, so I... Um, yeah, it's that, like you said, it hones in on the one goal. Of yes. Like, okay, you're getting from here to here or you're doing something. Right. Um, and honoring, you know what I mean, that tradition. It's, and yeah. And that have come before you. Yeah, it, it was so cool. I think, oh my God, this, I have to plug this in really quick because this is, yes, yes, this yes. is so cool. Um, So at the end of the Camino, because the whole mm-hmm. time you, I mean, it was a really emotional trip for me. Like my dog passed away mm-hmm. while I was on it. I was going through just like a lot of life change. Like it was a very emotional trip for me. And I mean, even the day that Rocco passed away, I've never been more supported by like the most random people. Like this guy from Scotland, I'm Jamie. He's hilarious. I was crying and I was upset and he was hiking the pilgrimage. He was doing the pilgrimage because his son had passed away like a couple years prior. Yeah. It was like a super sudden death. He just like 
had an aneurysm on the soccer field, just super random. And so that's why he was doing the pilgrimage for his son. And he came up to me and he was like, oh, God, gives me chills. He was like, you know, whether it's your dog, whether it's your son, like if you love something enough, it hurts. And like, I'm so sorry. And I was just like, oh my God, I lost it. Like it was the most amazing thing. And so then at the end when you, and this is tradition, there's always someone in Santiago playing bagpipes. I don't know why it's bagpipes, but like when you enter the city, cause like, really? So you enter Santiago and you're like, yeah, I made it. But then you have to walk another like five miles through the city to get to the city center where the church okay. is that you're supposed to get to. And so thing. at the church, you get there and there's someone playing bagpipes as you, for every single person that walks through, they start to play bagpipes and like instantly you're walking through and I just like fell to my knees and just cried because like you just do this incredible journey Journey with people that you fall in love with and like this it's so memorable and it is just the coolest (sighs) thing the coolest thing I don't think you had told me about that I'm sure there's some sort of history to that definitely yeah why that is yeah I'll look that yeah it's pretty cool but yeah and so (laughs) from there I ironically it all connected my trip but I had Mm -hmm. planned previously also to go to Portugal and I woofed in Portugal um, which is Worldwide Organization of Organic Farming and I was was gonna say yeah I was on (laughs) a yeah it's a volunteer it's a volunteer program and it's a great way to travel if you're on a budget and you just you know if you're feeling Mm -hmm. adventurous and you really get to know it's an area. I mean, exchange. You exchange uh, work for stay. For work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I stayed on a organic vineyard called Quinta Rosa, and it was amazing. And I had to work from Monday through Friday, six thirty to one p.m. And then I had the rest of the day and the weekends to explore. And I was. I'm in... still convinced that it was fake because dude, she same. Would send me these pictures. It well, <laughs> I think Portugal. She sent me these pictures, and I was like, "This is fake." Like you literally, I don't get it. I know there were like horses running around, yes. and like chickens and the dogs. And so we'd work in the mornings, and then they would make us food. Like it was amazing. I got really lucky with my stay. Not everyone gets as lucky, um, but like it's crazy just how that one summer literally changed my whole life and. I fell in love with Portugal. I would go back and in a heartbeat and live there. I, it's one of my goals in life. And <laughs> you're like, yes. It taught me so much about what it means to be a farmer, what it means to like put work into land and oh, yeah. all of those things. And then also I was solo traveling and I learned how to surf. Like it literally yes. altered my entire life because from there I came home and I was like from to from the ocean to my family and I was like, I'm gonna be a like I'm going to be a surf instructor and I'm going to surf. Like that's going to be my life. This is it. Like that's it. This is it. This is it. I know. I remember you saying that and you were just like, I – like you explaining how your day was and how scary it was and like how hard it was obviously. But you're like, but I love it. Like I can see myself doing this. And I was just like, yes, do it. It was amazing. And so ironic, Yap, his name is Yap there Mm -hmm. from Denmark. I got there and I was like, I'm, so, and I was so out of it because I just done the Camino, which is super crazy and just like mind blowing. And he was like, Oh, take your time because I did the Camino too. And we exchanged pictures and I was like, Oh my God, I was there. And da, da, da. Oh. Um, but yeah. And then just real quick, I went to Sweden and Denmark. 
the year after visited another friend of mine from the Camino. And I think the most interesting part of that part of Europe, one, like the society and culture and two, that Europe and especially that part of Europe is obsessed with American politics and society. Like the amount of questions I got, I think also because America was in such a shit place, um, uh, media wise with our president at the time everything going on. and so they were like they were like oh my god wh- how is it living with uh trump as your president and dad like just on all the t- every day all the time like, and i was just like i don't like i don't i was like know. i left to avoid it please don't talk to me about it i don't want to talk about yeah. it um it's a shit show it's a shit show but beautiful countries and um yeah i feel like i've always made it a point to stay and Stay in different ways. Yeah, not the resort style, just to explore and kind of challenge myself and get kind of get uncomfortable because that's yeah. the best way to do it. But what about you, mamas? Yeah, Tell me that's about the best way to learn, too. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, so me and traveling, it was, um, I also luckily had a mama, my mom, Antonia. Oh, moms are who, the best. Um, I know. They're just. Mm. Everyone take a second, call your mom. Shout out, mom. You love her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she, uh, so she is from Mexico. She is from Monterrey, Mexico. And so she came here when she was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our family is still in Mexico. So she always made it a point. Uh, kids, we always, I never took a vacation outside of Mexico, actually, because mm-hmm. we lived here in California. Um, but we would always visit all sorts of different parts of Mexico, mm-hmm. from Baja California mm-hmm. uh, to Cancun, Acapulco, you know, yeah. the usual kind of like right. where people go to vacation. Uh, but also, you know, towns that like my ancestors were from. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, things like that. Yeah. And so it really um, – it really, I didn't really realize the importance of that. I think until now that I'm older, that it gives you a bigger worldview. You look at it different, mm-hmm. right? Because you see how other people live and how, like you were saying that your mom instilled in you that it's not about stuff. It's not about things. Yes. It's about family, community. Yeah. And regardless of what you have, um, my family, you know, we're not we're not rich. Mm-hmm. And in Mexico, they live in, I mean, the house that my mama grande lives in is the tiniest little, oh. like, it's, I mean, it's not a shack, but right. it's basically, it's cinder block, you know what I mean? Little, little tiny house. Yeah. Um, but they're so happy. Yeah. You know? They're so happy. They go to the market and get fresh uh, vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have cars. They yeah. use the buses and uh, they do have like a mm-hmm subway system there Mm -hmm. and uh so they use that they walk everywhere Mm -hmm. um they visit each other you know all the time they have carne asadas which are just barbecues and like um and museums there's lots of museums you know about uh the culture within mexico and you know other parts of the world and um so anyway so it it helped me and my sister see how other people lived and how fortunate we were Mm -hmm. um living here but also the duality of that right yeah how, uh here we're so go 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 all the time and so focused on you know what uh your career on what car you're driving on what mm-hmm. you know clothes labels you're wearing, which, yeah labels which is all uh, to me is stupid you right know what i mean i why waste I'm your time that. yeah why waste your time why waste your hard-earned money on that when you yeah. can Go places, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go places, have experiences, like you said. Um, and so 
we also made it a point my mom we didn't do that uh the usual you mm-hmm. know like uh travel we would always right. uh we spoke spanish so that automatically gave us a way to speak to locals yeah. which is nice but it was um we would ask them hey where do you shop mm-hmm. you know where do you, what do you do for fun mm-hmm. around here you know and they're like um okay here's you yeah. know there's this circus in town or like we go to this market or blah 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 and we would get lost like I remember my sister my mom and I like we'd get on a bus we're like okay I think this is to where we're going we'll right. find out but we're at least before together. Google Maps always, <laughs> before Google Maps yeah and we would end up in the most beautiful mm. markets just full uh, of like just yes. color and like smells that like you can't I you can't even comprehend you know we end it. up in neighborhoods that like mangoes are hanging off of trees and we just sit there and like eat mangoes you know what? ask ask obviously the people yeah. who could have them but <laughs> stealing mangoes me, stealing mangoes it gave me an appreciation for the cultures even within mexico right mm-hmm. everyone thinks oh mexico is this right um but no it's a lot of things it's in so each many region in mexico mm-hmm. just like you know parts of europe and uh africa and australia you yeah know, even america yeah like there's even the america South, you're right. like there's the north like yes. it's all so different well, and they all have their different kind of food mm-hmm. different traditions different style traditional style of dress Mm -hmm. even um and indigenous roots too right you know so that was i learned about that but i never quite correlated to myself Mm -hmm. right because i'm living in the states and so it was always like wait but what am i and like yeah it gave me a rich uh understanding of where we came from you know which is so important that actually sounds Um, really similar to ukrainian culture um, really? Yeah, like in different parts of Ukraine, there's different like costumes for dance, and there's different like wardrobe, there's different food, like all that kind of stuff. But yes, yeah, yeah, and um, and also visiting um with that, we did go to the Riviera Maya mm-hmm. and Chichen Itza, so we saw the Mayan um archaeological, you know, they're now ruins, but at yeah. one point they were not. Um, but that was the first. Uh, it it really kind of clicked for me too that I was like, wait a second, like. I come from this, like there, I like in me is blood that is older than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it finally clicked that I was like, whoa, like this is what I am. Like this is crazy to me. You know what I mean? Being from quote unquote American because I was born here. Right. But the fact that roots are deeper than that, you know what I mean? And learning that is you learn so much from it mm-hmm. and it changes. Like you said, your worldview of like, we are all, we're all one in the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned uh, also the concept, right? Because in Mayan, there's a concept called Inlaketch, mm-hmm. which is basically, I am you, you are me. We are one in the same, right? Mm-hmm. We're humans. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, like you said earlier, like we all have a common goal of like being kind to each other yeah. and being kind to earth and trying to live in harmony harmony Mm -hmm. if we all had that same vision like imagine where would we be i know it's you know mind-blowing anyway so that is where i mean travel right i was just like whoa like what are you even talking about like what this is oh my god um (laughs) so that was chichen itza for me that was to me like oh my god and another big eye-opener for me was my travel to Kauai. Mm -hmm. we went with my husband and his parents Mm -hmm. um that one was a resort trip. Yeah. Um, but I made it a point to that one taught me 
how my time alone in nature mm-hmm. and anyone's time alone is nature is so reinvigorating. Like I would yes. go visit a new coffee shop, take my graphics to the beach at like 7 a.m. with a book uh-huh. and just chill there alone. And I was just like, it was pure bliss. Like yeah. I was just like, this is like, you. it makes you feel so small. Yes. Right. Which teaches you just to be humble and that, yeah, mm-hmm. we're just, you know, yeah, here one day gone another. Yeah. Really? I think that's, why, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that's why I love Oregon and why I love living where I live now so much because it's so, it's so excluded from the real world, quote unquote, or the yeah. fast world, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That go, go, go of everything yeah. instead of living in that nature's time, I guess, yeah. you know? like if- And it was really like, to me, Kauai was like the first place. It sounds kind of messed up, but like the first place that I felt that I belonged. Mm-hmm. My identity wasn't questioned. It wasn't like, oh, you're exotic. Right. What? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. What are you? Yeah. You know, for the first time, because even in flush. Mexico, it happens. Yeah. Even in Mexico or travels through Mexico, mm-hmm. I speak Spanish differently than the people who live there. Mm-hmm. And so it's a giveaway. Like right. they know when you don't live there. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, but in Kauai, it was like, I was getting mistaked for a local and that was like one of the best feelings. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Oh my God. Did you play into oh it? My God. <laughs> I see. I, I, I tried, but I <laughs> don't like lying. And yeah. so I was like, no, you know, I'm <laughs> actually yeah. Mexican Salvadorian. Like, yeah. Mine. I get it though. I do. I do get it. I would be down. You oh know? hell yeah! I feel like I feel like they're my brothers and sisters. You shake those hips. And do a little hula dance. Oh, oh yeah. You know I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, but along those lines, also of nature, right? Yeah. Travels with nature. Um, I recently did a trip, um, actually up to Oregon, where Sophia is. Hey. Oregon and Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, we did an RV trip, which um, was a nightmare. I don't recommend it for anybody. Not the RV part. <laughs> Definitely get in your car and drive, though. Yeah. Um, and stop everywhere. Yeah. You want. I mean, we saw. I was so ecstatic. I told Sophia, I have never seen bald eagles in my life. They're incredible. And I saw they are absolutely freaking majestic. Yeah. Like I, the first time we saw it was on a beach, and I couldn't even handle it i was in straight <laughs> tears I, that's how i feel when i see whales <laughs> like I, oh same every time well that's the thing every time i see nature in nature yeah right i am in pure tears like emotions just like completely overwhelm me yeah and i literally can't and i start leaking from my eyeballs <laughs> i feel you on such because a it's level. So beautiful. <laughs> no literally i yesterday i'm i'm working at haystack rock now and i'm helping out with protecting puffins and the sea creatures there and stuff and yeah. you'll see like falcons flying and starfish and like all of these things oh my gosh and I like end up talking to them being like oh hey bud I'm so sorry like I don't yeah. mean to get out of your way and like the falcons are <laughs> like I I have this They're whole like, relationship hey. and then there's like elk that hang out in my backyard and I like give yes. them their space because they're they can be yeah. really aggro sometimes and yeah you just learn how you like realize exactly what you said earlier you you are small and mm-hmm. you are here to kind of incorporate yourself into their world like you're not well, they're not in your world and that's the thing well and 
we're not here to dominate no. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think a lot of people are like, yeah, we're masters. We're like the ultimate yeah. in this food chain and yada, yada. Yeah. It's like, really? I want to see you stand up to a bear and see what happens. Yeah, are you top of the food know. chain? <laughs> yeah, you want to go? Go then. Yeah. All right, go with a stick. Yeah. I'll give you a stick and maybe some rocks yeah, and see how you You and fair. the bear have to play fair and you don't get to have uh-huh. a gun. <laughs> exactly. Maybe a bow So and that's arrow. the thing that we are – just because we have different thoughts doesn't mean that we're more or less than they are no. in a sense of like they're fucking we're smart. All, oh my gosh. And we're all part of this, you know, grand one yeah. universe, one planet. Ugh, and just Ugh man. So travel opens your eyes to just so many things. So many things. And here's the thing. I so we are still in this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um I recently traveled we did that rv trip right because we were like totally self-secluded saw almost no people Mm -hmm. um (laughs) here and there but not really right um but a lot of people haven't traveled and that's okay right travel like to me the idea of travel does not mean necessarily leaving your country yes your state or even your city yeah i mean take the time to talk so like my neighbors here um, I have neighbors to the left. That is Henry, who is uh, Vietnamese, mm-hmm. Vietnamese, Korean, yeah. actually. Um, and I've learned so much from just talking to him. Right. We have a uh, Pakistani couple, like diagonal from us. Mm-hmm. We have a black family to the right. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, they are, oh my gosh, where are they from? Jalisco. So Jalisco, Mexico, mm-hmm. across the street. And we get in these conversations, socially distanced, of course, yeah. because- you know, Pandemic. we're not trying to spread things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but you can learn so much about other countries, other cultures yeah. by talking to your freaking neighbors. Yeah. Like talk to the humans around you and learn of their heritage if they're willing to share it with their you. Obviously. Food. Some people, their food. Visit, you know, there's markets. so much here in the United States. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Markets. I know you found, remember? Yeah, that, the Ukrainian uh, market. Ukrainian, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and then there's like, there's China markets. Like there's so many different types of food out there that you can explore, even restaurants. Like it's- I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it's just trying new new cuisine, Mm -hmm. new music Yes, too. Like I've recently been on a kick, like Casey laughs at me about um, Cambodian music, Cambodian rock and roll from the 60s. Hello. I am obsessed- Yes, I will. Like, I am completely obsessed with it. And it's opened my eyes to like, we think of these vintage, like, oh, 60s, what was going on? The Beatles and like, you know, cool cars and stuff. We think about it so in such a small lens. Very linear. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. he's everywhere. Right. Vintage clothes was worn by everyone because that was it at the time. Yeah. So this idea of like a pinup being a certain way or right. a 60s or 70s being this certain look is a lie. Yeah. It's a straight up lie. <laughs> <laughs> there were other things in the world going on right. besides the United States. Yeah. So like there is rich, rich music that mm-hmm. I am just – anyway, so yeah. what I'm saying is there's other ways of learning uh, and – traveling quote yeah without getting on an airplane spending tons of money yes exactly which is still cool obviously it's still a lot of fun yeah 
Um, but it does have an impact on the local communities. Yeah, you know, it does. And I mean, there's obviously communities that rely on that, like the correct tourism and that type of economy. Correct. That economy. Yes. But yes, yes. also I think now with the pandemic we've learned and just with this day and age, like you can learn so much from one, the internet and just exploring what there is out there on that. But I know for me yesterday, I, I went for a bike ride and I just like rode. I didn't have a destination. I was just like, I'm going to go on a bike ride and I'm just going to ride until I ride. I got caught in the rain and the hail and I had music (laughs) on for a little bit. And then at one point I was like, I don't want to, I just want to like listen to the ocean and the birds. And I noticed Mm -hmm. like um, blue jays, hummingbirds, like all of these things that I think sometimes we forget about because yeah, we don't allow ourselves to just kind of let go and disconnect. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really a great thing to be able to just disconnect and yeah, look around your space. Like what's new around you? How can you put on a different yeah. lens? And mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Like that's the idea of travel. That's such a good way of putting yeah, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And really that's travel. Travel doesn't mean, uh, yeah. The physical, going, yeah. The physical, mm-hmm. which is still technically a physical cause you're exploring, but it's more right. exploring, right? Yeah. Explore within you, your city. See what, see what's around. Mm-hmm. Like I, um, there's a city next to us here called Garden Grove mm-hmm. that has a really, um, a really rich, like a uh, Vietnamese culture mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And there is Vietnamese coffee and there's like these little <sighs> buns, these little breakfast buns. Oh, and yeah. so I go there and I ask like, Hey, um, can you help me? Like, how do you pronounce this? Is it okay? Right. And so they, yeah. they've taught me that like it's cafe suda, right? Mm-hmm. So the coffee, the iced coffee and the cup. Oh no. I forgot the name, but the little bun has a specific name. Yeah. But every time I come in there, you know, I'm like, oh, I learn a little bit yeah. of, their, of what they are bringing into right. the universe, you know, and I because think, it's... I was going to say, I think asking questions and like, there's also a really polite and respectful yes. way to ask questions, not going up to someone being like, how do you say that? What? But being like, yeah. hi, I'm new here. I want, you know, uh-huh. how, how do you pronounce yeah, this? Can you help me? Yeah. yeah. Can you help me exp- or, or pronounce this? Or am I saying it right? right? Would you mind? Like, I feel like I do know? even, I do that with you all the time. If I'm trying yes. to like speak Spanish or if I'm trying to pronounce anything, I'm always like, um, yeah. <laughs> and I, and, and it's not an issue. No. Right? Like, I love it. I love that you ask me right. because it's sometimes like Casey, my husband will ask me, how do you say this in Spanish? I'm like, whoa, I don't know. So it right. teaches me things too, yeah. right? Because I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look it up. Yeah. Which, yeah, you can look up so much, but there's a richness in a uh just talking to another human mm-hmm. right it's okay to ask those questions and i like it you know what i mean i right. like it when you do it and you feel like yeah it's it's respectful that way yes exactly and you're not assuming like oh yeah i know this is how you say it yeah right? yeah it's like no you're coming with a sense of humility curiosity like, curiosity yes, yes. Mm-hmm. the willingness to learn and if you're pronouncing it right or wrong like they they'll let you know please tell yeah, me yeah 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 please cuz that's how we learn and that's okay mm-hmm. so taking uh direction yeah you know not criticism but feedback. like you're saying hey no yeah. it's more feedback there you yeah go. it's more like this you know right and I'm like oh okay I'll try it for next yeah time. you don't you know I'm not everyone knows everything what is the main theme no. of this podcast we're always learning like always learning yeah always learning always stay open and yeah once the borders and COVID is passed whenever that may be and everything opens back up like Get out there and travel if you can, but if not, yeah, explore. I feel like it's that same feeling of when you're a kid and you're like, let's go build a fort outside. 
everything's an adventure everything's yeah. an adventure I and mean, like pulling that same feeling i remember doing that with claire growing up and going in my woods mm-hmm. and like exploring different parts of the woods and we'd find like scat yeah and bear or yeah no like squirrel marks um like uh, just all these different things in the bay and um yeah so find that imagination yeah the curiosity and like the other day there was this little roly-poly you know those little Mm -hmm. little guys and he was climbing a wall and i was like i was talking to it legitimately Mm -hmm. i was like hey dude or like hey you because i don't know what you you know whatever you prefer to assume your gender (laughs) did it have a gender um you're climbing a wall but like on the other side is like a really steep wall so is that really where you want to be and like I was like, what if I move you, you know, like, is it okay? Right. And like, so I put my finger and like, mm-hmm. he crawled on there. And then I was like, wait a second, where the fuck do roly polies live? They live under, like, underneath things. I think like they're darker, yes, like dirt, yeah. dark. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait, so I went to a tree and I was like, no, that's not right. I'm like, <laughs> I felt like I was in Sesame Street. I was like, that's not right. Okay, yeah. Maybe in a pot. And I'm like, no, that's not right either. Right. And so then I put it. I ended up yeah. putting it like under a bush on the wet lawn because mm-hmm. I think they like wet. Yeah, they wet do. And, like, dark. There's tons here. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I put it in there. So even the simple act of like doing that, yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's so funny. The kids at my preschool, this is a little tangent, but the kids at my preschool, they have started flipping like toys and stuff outside and there's worms oh. and animals. And of course there's a couple – of them that just want to like squish them smash like, smash no. them they're like the kid with a magnifying glass and oh. i'm like standing around all these bugs and I'm like don't protect hurt them <laughs> and i'm pretty much instilling consent into these kids at a very young age which is really good and i'm like you wouldn't want to be touched without being asked would you like and exactly. all those things like you need to give space and respect and these things belong exactly. here da, da, da. um Boom. yeah Anyways. <laughs> exactly. That's why I didn't want to like pick up and hurt the roly poly. Right. I like put my finger mm-hmm. and if it wanted to come along, mm-hmm. then cool. And I'll find your yeah. spot. Right. But I had to save a hummingbird yesterday. I unfortunately had to kind of forcefully pick it up, but that was because it was going to die. So Yeah. But I did it, it in a very gentle way. And I kid you not, Kim, when I picked it up, because it was trying to fly out of a window and it was stuck and I was like, No, buddy, picked it up and he stayed like <laughs> In, and I did it with a blanket too because I didn't want to put my scent on it or anything. Yes. And um, they know. Yeah. They know when you're trying to help it them. It literally, I swear to God, looked at me it and spa- it didn't just fly away. It just like paused. It was like, okay. It was like, all right. Okay. And then flew away. And I said, <gasps> I love you. They know. I know. I know. They know. I talk to animals all the time. Yeah. Because they know. So get out there. Yeah. Explore. Talk to animals. You know, talk to animals. <laughs> yeah. Learn about the world and about the eat new humans food. around you. Uh, if you don't know yes. the language, just eat the food and you'll learn so much. Like, <laughs> honestly, food is the one common and, language of the world. Exactly. And don't be scared to ask questions. No. You know what I mean? If you don't know what that is, mm-hmm. ask. Mm-hmm. That's all Boom. it is. I know. I'm going to go That's ask about white espresso later. So, Yeah, you should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Now, now I know. We all learn yeah. about white espresso. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening. Yes. Um, also, I wanted to wrap – or, I mean, I wanted to say thank you to those of you who have reached out and yeah. just given us word, words of encouragement. Yeah. Um, it means a lot to us and um, hope you're all doing well and taking care of yourselves. Yes. And, um, staying healthy. Staying healthy. Spring and get, out, get outside today. Yeah. Go 
go save a roly poly. Yeah. Go save a hummingbird or just sit there in the grass. Yeah. Order something new from that restaurant you've been kind of unsure about. <laughs> do it. Do it. Just do it. do it. And yeah, thank you so much. And if you have any ideas for new episodes, we've gotten a couple requests already and just keep sending them yeah. in because we're really excited about it. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone have a fantastic day. I yes. love you, mamas. I love you too. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I'll talk have to a good you later. Sunday. Okay. Bye. Bye.